0: snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws, caught Bulls, touchdown Here he goes It's Hester Inside the 30 Hester's gonna take it all the way for a touchdown He's stumbling Trying to oh. cut it back Justin Fields making
1: magic happen There goes Fields Touchdown Puts On first down downfield it's for Sean Jackson back in the lineup This the last seven games and he will take it 81 yards a somersault into the end zone
0: his first touchdown of the season you're listening to the pigskin project the world's number one football podcast now with more insights on all things football here are your hosts Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Welcome back. Oh my god, it feels like it's been forever. Uh since we've had a new episode, lots and lots of things have happened. Um we have taken a trip to the scouting combine. If you follow us on TikTok, you were staying posted with that. Um even though we didn't really stay up to date with as much content as possible. I was trying to make a bunch of content and at the same exact time the combine is not really too much for that. There's not a lot of crazy things happening at the combine that you can't already see on TV. Um, As far as us to like vlog on a daily basis, um, it's really just the same thing over and over and over again. Like if we were to just show you, Hey, we're on the way to the combine and then, Hey, we're sitting here and then, Hey, we're still sitting here. Hey, we're getting food at the concession stand. And then now we're leaving like as fun as it was. And as boring as I just made it sound, um, I that's that's why I didn't want to post anything extra that we didn't already post. Um, so if well, you showed us some love on TikTok, thank you very much. But it was a lot of fun, though, I will say, it. and we'll get
1: a yeah, bit more into it, it well, in a too. Yeah, well, to your point, too, like I know for me, the Wi Fi was like half decent just because like <laughs> the phone provider that I was on, um, yeah. like had like free Wi Fi for me. Um, but on Ryan's phone and even on my phone, when it came time to like uploading the TikToks, like we recorded one on my phone and like we're trying to submit it and stuff, and it still like took like three, budge. four, or five hours. It wouldn't budge. Like it yeah. didn't I don't I don't even think it uploaded until like after we so. left the area and we were like on our way. Back. At
0: all. I don't think one it of them didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, our players to watch and stuff got deleted, but we did have our like more fun, um, just singled out like a gridiron goofs just to keep things interesting for you guys. Um, if you haven't already watched it, go ahead and check that out. Um, but yeah, we went to the scouting combine, um, lots of fun, lots of driving. Um, I still have yet to kind of rest after that because the next morning I had to open at work um i came home and kind of taken that or took a nap and then i went to basketball and some pretty unfortunate things happened to basketball um we'll dive into that in a second but yeah no i mean it was it was a lot of fun it's a very exhausting experience if you go all days um but there's nobody in the world that i would have rather done that with just because the group of guys that we had there um so much fun and it was like The best way that I could put it, and I don't know if you got this vibe or not either, but I was like, this is what I would envision a bachelor's party to be like, but like for a whole like four day stretch, you know what I mean? I have yet (laughs) to experience anything like that. Um, But I know, you know, as far as that goes, that's exactly what I thought. It was just four bros just hanging out. Uh, We watched the UFC fight on Saturday. um, So that was a lot of fun. Um, Really quick before I, I want to do like a brief breakdown of how everything worked. Um, so it was me, Matt from, um, Busworthy, which by the way, new episodes out. So go ahead and tune into that as well. Um, and then there was also our friend Alec, uh, that we graduated with as well, that all kind of, um, you know, drove to Indianapolis on Thursday morning. Um, we met up and kind of got our first glance at the combine then, um, you know, that was the edge rushers day, I believe. Right. Yes, I want to say. Um, yeah. So edge rushers day um, after that, we went all the way down to uh, where Ben's at and then um, just kind of stayed the night there. Next morning, um, all four of us went to the combine. Um, that one, oh, man, I'm trying to I'm blanking out. That is well, CB. position. Yeah. Defense. Yeah. 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 So lots of fun with that one. Um, you know, we got to do that Saturday was the big day, lots of people came in on Saturday. Um, that's when you saw like even the 400 level started to fill up at least a little bit. Um, you if you follow 18, me on Twitter, 000. you got to see 18,000 people. Yep, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so if you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen the panoramic view of where we were and how the 400 level started to fill up. Keep in mind, Indy has these weird sections. Um, to where the 400 level would probably be the equivalent of like the 300 level at like normal stadiums. Um, So, you know, just something to keep in mind. But as I started to fill out and everything, um, you know, we kind of got down to like the lower bowl section. Um, But we definitely had the opportunity to move around. When you go to the combine, there is not a set seat that you have to stay in. You can move around as you like. Um, So We were able to move adjacent to where the 40 yard dash was. And then from there, we moved kind of to like this. I want to say it was like the 200 level to where like the uh, the team suites were. Um, And then we also get to go down to the 100 level where I got to talk to CJ Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Uh, Very cool experience there. Um, You know, Anthony Richardson was also a player that came over, but I didn't talk to him. Um, You know, I had to talk to my Buckeyes, so that was cool. Um, then we went back down, um, and then we went back up to Lucas Oil on Sunday, and then we all just kind of went our separate ways on Sunday night. So, um, very exhausting, lots of driving. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely an exhausting couple stretch of days. But Ben, I, I enjoyed myself. Did you enjoy yourself? I, think
1: I enjoyed myself. I, well, um, especially for the person who's as big into the draft as. And, and again, this is no shot to you, or Alec, or anything. But it, especially to someone that's as big into the draft as I am and as Matt is, um, it was like it's super enjoying. And, it, and there's an ongoing joke about, you know, you don't know the kid from South oh, Alabama yeah. Tech University Tech Incorporated. T- and,
0: A&M. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so, but it was a lot of fun going, seeing the prospects perform. Um, some better than others. We'll get to in a little bit. Um, but it was just fun getting out there, um, like seeing the guys, you know, seeing how well they were going to perform up to your expectation. And some guys did, like I said, some guys didn't, some guys surprised. Mm -hmm. Um, and then even just being able to see guys that, um, like you don't know about. Uh, I'm blanking on the tight end's name from, um, I know his last name, but the kid from Old Dominion, I think it's Zach Koontz. Um, I know his last name is Koontz, but, um, I'm I'm blanking on his first name. (laughs) <laughs> well he was also really yeah. good he ran a um yeah i think he ran like a four or five or something like that
0: so he definitely but it was, it was a positive thing yeah yes um, so
1: it, it was a lot of fun again we'll get into it and, and like you said it was kind of just uh it, it was fun just hanging out and um you know cracking jokes back and forth with one another and just uh again it, it was just it was a lot of fun having everyone like you said it was a lot of driving so maybe it wasn't those you had to get up a little bit earlier and stuff. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, it saved us money and we all got to hang out. We had a lot of fun doing yeah. it.
0: Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so um, I'm just waiting the, for fields uh, to get traded. So Yeah, sure. Um, so we do have a big <laughs> announcement. Um, while we still have your attention mm-hmm. for those that are staying a little early on as well in the in the stream. Um, if you're listening back, you already see it. Um, mock drafts are officially back this week we will be recording it um, right after this and um, we might do like a I I still have yet to figure out the stream side of things but you will see it Um, so and it'll be out on all platforms um, Thursday at 10 o'clock in the morning on central time as everything normally is Um, with that being said we always love to kind of dive into like the more personal side of things and this is a funny story, and I want to going? share it with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke my first bone, everybody. Um, that was crazy. When I tell you that something unfortunate happened on Monday uh, with basketball, um, I broke my hand. Uh, yeah, so um, I it's, oh, it's not comfortable right now, uh, but what I will say is it doesn't hurt that bad right now um this is my first bone that i've ever broken trigger warning um, trigger
1: warning for those who don't like to see this stuff you know i i I know yeah i know but but if you guys don't like that stuff just you know look away it's like slight trigger warning for sure Yeah. yeah um
0: so here's my hand um so what you see i don't know if you guys can see it yeah this little box that i'm making That's where the break is. That's a pretty clean break. Um, Nothing really crazy. I I mean, I don't know how to explain how it happened other than it just happened really quick. Um, You know, got some contact. Um, Can't really say all that much because it just happened so fast. But there's the break. And then in the second picture, this is where I'm going to go to the doctors now to figure out how we're going to adjust this part. Because as soon as we figure out what to do with this sharp part of my bone, um, the swelling's probably going to go down a lot and it'll probably get more comfortable and heal a little bit better as well. Um, if they do end up having to pop it back in place, I'm terrified of that possibility, <laughs> but if they do, hopefully the healing process is a lot quicker. Um, but we're looking at a couple, more than likely a couple months of a healing process. <laughs> uh, for those, it was just for those stupid injury. I,
1: yeah, for, for those listening though, um, He had like a diagonal clean break along his uh, second middle finger uh, metatarsal or carpal, I guess carpal's toes. Metacarpal. So yeah, yeah, second metacarpal on the middle finger. uh, I mean, diagonal break, you know, from like top to bottom diagonally,
0: clean, nasty. It looked like it was going to poke out of his skin. Oh, it's gross. And for those of you that have no idea what – where that's at, because I didn't when they said this is the bone that you broke. um, It's look at the back of your hand and think about the bone that runs in the middle of it that connects to your middle finger. Um, I'm super bony, so if you straighten it out, you'll see there's a bone that's moving that's connected to it. That is the one that I broke. So, um, yeah, not fun. Um, I'm going to consider that as a weekly review. Um, (laughs) We normally do a weekly review as... You know, and, and we did miss a lot of time. So if you're tuning in and you're listening in, we really appreciate it. Um, we yes. said follow be the reason why you're not entirely sure what you missed. Uh, so follow us on Twitter. That way, if anything like that happens, um, you are the first person to know. Um, we don't have anything like a Patreon or something like that uh, set up. I think that that stuff's stupid um, right now. And I mean, right now with the few people that listen, um, we just want to say we really appreciate it. So um, any kind of support or anything like that is very appreciated Um, as Ben works his way back into the stream. You see my beautiful face. So uh, thanks for tuning in for that. But uh, without further ado, we're going to move on to weekly news, if it'll let me. Um, Definitely up here. There it is. Cool. So.
1: It showed you my we're were screen. Yeah. You dropped out. It said service I was... disconnected. I don't know if that was me or your end, but it uh said service disconnected, hopefully. I don't know. Oh well. we're both I... back both ears.
0: So yeah <laughs> we'll both hear what happened before, but we're moving on to weekly news if you didn't hear me. Yes. Um so that's that's what's going on. Weekly news. Um, big week. So this is um, pretty much, I mean, the franchise tag period has passed. Um, we, I mean, not, not crazy stuff. We'll cover everything in the scouting Whoa. combine before. Um, the big things are uh, from the scouting combine when it comes to, um, you know, reports and everything coming out of it. Um, the Bears number one pick has been progressing a lot in uh, different trade rumors and everything like that. There's a lot of teams that are interested. Um, clearly a lot of teams are trying to figure out, do we have a number one overall pick or should I go over a veteran guy in free agency? So the demand for this pick has increased. Um, the timing of this pick has, um, sped up a lot. Um, you're really trying to make a move for it. That way you can figure out what you're doing with your free agency dollars. And so, um, that's why the, it's moved up so quick. If you haven't heard the report so much, um, now Ryan Poles has also reported that um, he's planning on getting three first round picks out of this. Um, he, he firmly believes that that's going to happen. I think that it's going to happen. Um, me and Ben have a little side bet happening that. Well, now it I may also think may it's going to happen, but, but we'll see. So yes, hey, we shook on it. I'm I'm going to oh, enjoy well, my yes. St. Elmos next time I go down. <laughs> <laughs> Watch, watch, watch
1: getting, it be to the Texans, watch it to be the Texans or for like a player or something, and then it just avoid it altogether, yeah, it'll be
0: great. Either way, what people aren't talking about is the fact that no matter what happens, the Bears are getting better in the situation, and I love it. Oh, well, I think, well, um, yes, yes. So, so um, anyways, so moving on, um, as a big trade piece, DeAndre Hopkins is a name that keeps popping up, Uh, The Ravens, Giants and Patriots are names to keep coming up in regards to potential DeAndre Hopkins trade. Um, And reportedly a second round pick could be all that it takes to work out a deal for Hopkins. Um, Now I'm looking at this right. And I'm like, wow, we traded a high first round or second round pick. um, Technically a first round pick for Chase Claypool. Um, Hopefully it maps out a lot better later on in next season. Um. See, DeAndre Hopkins, he can be healthy or he can't, but right now this trade doesn't look very good, so we'll see. Um, Not willing to give up on it just yet, but I'm not confident in it so far. (laughs) Okay, I will say that. Um, So the Rams have also had talks with teams in the last few weeks and could potentially get a first-round pick in exchange for Jalen Ramsey. Uh, The Cowboys are rumored as a good fit, while Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown was campaigning for him to come to Detroit um so that's somebody to keep an eye on if you're in need of a corner um there's been chatter that the raiders may try to acquire patriots quarterback mac jones but the patriots are also not looking to move on from him so it would probably take a lot to get that trade done um right now it looks like aaron Rodgers is a jet even though that hasn't happened quite yet meeting but with him today it, it looks like it's either going to be Aaron Rodgers to the Jets or Aaron Rodgers to the couch. He might retire, um, so he's not going to be a Packer. Um, I, I mean, you know, if you're the Packers, you, you screwed yourself over. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, he did. Fifty um,
1: million a year is way too much. I, I, th- there's conversation about what they're getting back at this point. But again, if you're if you're a if you're a Packers fan, you want this to happen as soon as possible so you can have as much money to spend in free agency this year on high end players. And honestly, I you want you just want him out of the building. You want to move on. Yeah. You want to take the next step as a franchise and say, okay, he's out of here. What are we going to do now? Are we rebuilding? Do are we retooling? Do we think we can contend now? <laughs> um, but again, you're just taking anything you can get now at this point. You paying a quarterback that's 38 years old. $50 million a year and Packers fans plug your ears. He didn't play well this year. I mean, he played fine. I don't want <laughs> to say he played bad, but he played average and that's, you don't yeah. pay an average quarterback cough, cough, Derek Carr, cough, cough, Jimmy Garoppolo $50 million. Yeah. We'll get to that $50 million a year. Uh, you probably don't even pay him
0: $40 million a year, but yeah. Um, another name that could be on the move is wide receiver, Allen Robinson. The Rams have granted him permission to go ahead and look for trades. Um, So just kind of shopping himself around the league. We'll see where that lands. But I will say, Bears fans kind of called it. He wasn't that great. So, you know, um, good move on not re signing him. Uh, I think that was Pace that did that. I don't remember though. So it was either Pace or Poles. Um, So it was Poles. It was oh, this past. That. It was
1: like this past off season He's that happened.
0: Great. Um <laughs> let's see. Some Chiefs fan or some Chiefs running back, some teams. I'm sorry. Some teams have Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards Hilaire on their radar as a potential trade option. He doesn't believe that Kansas City's actually sh- or actively shopping him, but the emergence of Isaiah Pacheco could make it possible. Um let's see. Um, I'm kind of scrolling through the headlines really quick. So just trying to breeze through all of them. Um, well,
1: to, to the point though, that you previously mentioned, um, yesterday, like you said, it was a tag deadline. Um, mm-hmm. everyone, everyone was wondering what's going to happen. Is Daniel Jones going to get tagged? Is Saquon going to get tagged? You know, if they tag Daniel Jones, Saquon's going to be a bear. That was something that we heard a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, they ended up tagging Saquon, which... Everyone everyone knew, well, that means they're going to pay Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones got paid a hefty contract um, where he would only have been paid that much there in New York. Um, he got paid, I think it's four years, $160 million, which is $40 million a year. Um, we live in a world now that Daniel Jones is making more money than Lamar Jackson. That should really tell As of you. Right now. I understand... As of right now, Depending. yes. Yes, but that being said, you can have Brian Dabwell and Wink Martindale and stuff, but you can't fix stupid. Sorry, yeah. New York. That's just facts.
0: Um, so, let's see. Somebody that's huge that got cut. Um, the Chiefs, well, they, they're expected to release – um Mm -hmm. pass rusher frank clark after being unable to work out a deal um the star playoff pass rusher appears to uh set to play for another team in 2023 so that is huge um for a team that's in need of a pass rusher um i'm not going to say it because i think that it's annoying when all the bears fans say it but who knows um let's see so the broncos might be quote quietly shopping wide receiver Cortland sutton They aren't actively pushing him, but seeing his value could uh, could trade him if they get a decent enough offer. Um, I see that being a potential move. Um, A lot of people said Jerry Judy could be on the move, but they paid Cortland Sutton, so that makes it a little complicated for me. Um, Why would you trade? Why would you pay a guy and then go ahead and trade him shortly after the season ends? Um, So you know, um, let's see. there are little whispers that the Browns could trade Nick Chubb to fix their cap situation. Um, I doubt it, but there's little whispers that it could happen. So, you know, um, the Seahawks have signed quarterback Geno Smith to a three-year deal worth $105 million. Um After this past season, I got to say he's earned it, but I'm afraid yes. that it might be an overpay because of his previous years. Um, $105 million to dare I say, and with all due respect, a career backup um, that had one good year as a starter, Um, I'm not feeling good about that move.
1: I I don't think this improves the ceiling that they've already showed to be at. But I do think now this year you can, if you don't like the quarterback class per se, which I think how often do you pick at five? Not very. So if you are in love with the quarterback this year, you better go out and get him. But I, I think this is a much more of the bridge quarterback where maybe you can play him this year, play him next year, and then on that back year or two of the deal, um, go and get someone. But if your guy's there at five, I think it's five. If your guy's there yeah. at five, you better, this Geno Smith should not stop you from drafting a quarterback that you're in love with. And I think that's yeah. why we saw a three year deal and not a four year deal. And he's getting up there in age. Um, I think people are a little bit too hard set. Wow, Gino's the future. Dude's like 31 years old. Stop it. I don't think this um, affects their ability to go out and, and um, draft a young guy if they really love um, someone in this draft or next year's draft or something.
0: Um, Derek Carr has moved on to his next team and he's chosen the New Orleans Saints. Um, he signed a four-year, $150 million contract with the Saints. Um, I have a take on this one. This yep. doesn't move their needle. No. This isn't a crazy move. I mean, they just got I, – I love Derek Carr, man. I love him to death. This is one of my favorite players in the league, but he is also very mid, middle of the pack not going to win you a playoff game <laughs> like uh well i disagree saints, i
1: think he can win a playoff game
0: with the saints though my take is um at what point and we've talked about this previously at what point do you rebuild do you just blow up the operation you are not in well i think great you do this year
1: well you say that but but you look through the roster i mean you still have a top end pass rusher in Cam Jordan, you have Marshawn Lattimore. You have a budding star that we saw this past year in Chris Olave. I mean, you have guys. You have Demario Davis. Um, I mean, you have guys that you're like, wow, these guys could be very good. They have the pieces around them. They have um, a ram check that they just paid. So, I mean, they have good solid pieces around them. I, I think this year and next year is going to be the thing. If you can't succeed and make yeah. the playoffs in this very bad division, then you know it's time to give up. Um But even to that point, the whole Alvin Kamara stuff is still up in the air. You're still, I mean, I understand they don't like to hear this, but the number one piece on the offense is still Alvin Kamara. I know you guys love Chris Olave; It's no knock on Chris Olave, but Alvin Kamara is still the focal piece of your offense. And we still have no freaking clue what's happening there. Um, I, like you said, I I don't think this moves the needle too much. Um, I think you're just, prolonging the cap hell that you're in now i I really think like this year or next year or the year after you really just need to sit there take the 45 million dollars in dead cap and say all right we're gonna suck and i think this year would have been the year to do it because draft class this next year is gonna be great with quarterbacks so if you say we're gonna suck this year we're gonna you know take 45 million dollars in a dead cap and we're just gonna catch up to the Caps. We're no longer living in the negatives. Suck, and we get a good quarterback out of it. I think it would have been the year to do it this year for the Saints fans, but I don't know. Yeah. Um.
0: So, like I said before, it's it's pretty apparent that the Packers have moved on from Aaron Rodgers. Um, the next headline, it's pretty unfortunate. Um. So shots fired. Shots have been fired near Joe Mixon's house um they've yeah. been banging on his door roster's too good to suck in, in in terms of Saints and that's what I'm saying you guys have the pieces but
1: I don't yeah. think you guys Let's have the pieces to contend either you just don't have the pieces to contend either and that's where I'm at um it's the same conversation the cap situation. about the Jets but your guys Jets you guys are even worse than the Jets so
0: let me just let me just say this as somebody that was just in that bad cap situation and then you had somebody blow it up we're in a much better situation now than we were previously. You have to do it at some point. And, and the, I mean, the only Cat thing the that strength, I think bro. the Saints – absolutely. The only thing that I think is keeping the Saints alive is the fact that their division is incredibly weak. Um, they oh, can yeah. go on to the playoffs. That's very That's very real. The Buccaneers look like they might blow it up. I mean, I would not be surprised if they start making trades left and right when it opens up next week. Um, you know and then you look at the Panthers which I mean they have a couple young budding stars but you also have no quarterback so that's another contender yes for the for the division um, but you know not a strong team whatsoever you have the Falcons also looking for a quarterback which we'll get to in farm as far as reports moving towards that Um, but you know again Needs to work out a lot. And they have the second most remaining in cap, too. So I could take that back going into next season. Um, But then you look at the Saints. Right. And they do have some stars. They look like they could be the top team in that division right now. So I think that's literally the only reason why they haven't done it yet. But if somebody steps it up in in the division, say this year and maybe next year you might not have to suffer much too longer. I mean, you got to get rid of your Michael Thomas's, your Alvin Kamara's and stuff. And if I'm the saints looking at this Alvin Kamara situation, I'm absolutely looking at Bijan John Robinson late in the first, if he falls that far. Um, I mean, he tested great and everything and we'll clearly get to it, but I mean, it's just, it's something that you got to look at as far as the future, you've got to move to the future. If you're going to stay relevant in the, in the present and that's why I mean, I think teams are good right now. they got to build for the future, and the Saints are in no way structured for that right now. Just my point. So I think that you agree. But, <laughs> you yes. know. Um, next up, yeah, so like I said, um, a younger kid was taken to the hospital with injuries that we don't know the extent of just yet, but the kids were playing with Nerf guns. Um, the shots were, uh, supposedly came from Mixon's house um whoever shot the gun must have mistaken the guns or the nerf guns for real firearms um who knows so i want your take on this next headline um the eagles did not use their franchise tag at all um and i know that we've talked previously i understand uh which bears didn't use any so you know unfortunately we didn't franchise tag dante pettis i know it's a big big move but like You know, darn, oh, dang it, man. We're letting a star go. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, it, but guys like CJ Gardner Johnson, Javon Hargrave, and James Bradbury, uh, Fletcher Cox, even, um, I mean, that's those are big names that are leaving. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that you're not worried at all. I mean, the defense lost you the Super Bowl, like,
1: yeah, the defense lost us the Super Bowl, but the, the, I, I, I think we have guys, A, to, to back them up. Again, we had Reed Blankenship starting down the stretch, which is fine. I think we retained one of the two safeties. I want it to be Chauncey, but I doubt it just because his market, like his expected market is $14 million. I think he's going to ask even more than that because that's that's just a player that he is. Um, yeah. I would love him to be back. Um, I like Javon Hargrave. I think there's four big free agents for us to watch out for. Um, that's Isaac Samal at guard, uh, James Bradbury, um, Javon Hargraves and uh, CJ. Um, I don't think any of them should. I don't think any of them will be back. Obviously, I'd like them all back um, in any particular order. I'd probably want Javon, CJ, Smollett, and Bradbury in, in that order. Um, but the as long as as long as the offense is is there and Jalen Hurts is under center. I'm not I'm not worried about it just because, again, the reason I mean, we lost the Super Bowl because of the defense. Um, But the reason we got there was because Jalen Hurts in the offense. Um, So and and he balled out, too. So I'm not too worried about it. I think as long as Jalen Hurts is under center, we'll be fine. Um, Obviously, this year, I think we'll really we'll be able to see how how big of an impact those players had. Um, But, you know, to, to my other point, I just I don't think good franchises that know how to use salary cap franchise tag their players um, yeah, because yeah. if you have a good salary cap and you're a good franchise and you know how to use your salary cap then you're just going to sign your players it's only at a point where a you can't negotiate with your players or b you don't have the money to sign players when you use the franchise and yeah only bad franchises do that so I'm, I'm not too worried about it. Um, it sucks to see Chauncey go against a conversation we had. He's a fan favorite of mine. Um, I think he was awesome. Got emotional about it. Not like crying or anything, but like emotional. Again, no. you bond yeah, with players. No. That's ben a was footballer bawling footballer. his eyes <laughs> out. <laughs> um, but that's the beautiful thing about football is, is you bond with players. You pick players. Uh, sucks to see him go. But, uh, again, yeah. as long as Jalen Hurts is there, we'll be fine. And the GOAT center, um, Jason Kelsey, um, I think will yeah. be back because – the tag would have costed $14 million. Um, I think if Kelsey was gone, then that would have freed up like $12 million, which then we yeah. could have used to sign CJ. Um, but that money's not freed up, and that money's not freed up because it sounds like Jason isn't leaving just yet. So that's, that's my outlook that's on everything. I, that's my outlook on everything. As much as I would want CJ back, I would much rather have Jason Kelsey back. So I'm yeah. not complaining. And and if that and if that works, we drafted a center in the second round last year to sit behind Jason for a year. Um, so then you're like, oh no, that sucks. Cause now he can't play for two years. Er, wrong. Yeah. You just put Jason Kelsey at center, and then we're losing Isaac Saymala, like I said, who plays guard. Throw that draft pick at guard, and your offensive line is just fine. It's the best offensive line in the reason yeah. or in the league for a reason. I'm not worried about it. Um and you'll you'll get there i promise but as, as as long as you have a good head coach gm and quarterback you're always going to be confident in what you have look at chiefs fans last year they were confident all of them were still like we're going to the super bowl and they lost yeah a lot last year so as long as you have the, that good trio you'll be confident and i'm confident uh bryce young uh polls and um Ibra will be that for you. Next
0: headline. Um, so the <laughs> Dolphins are planning to release cornerback uh, Byron Jones. They'll save $13.6 million in cap space. Uh, the Bucks have released veteran left tackle Donovan Smith. Um, let's see. So uh, the DeAndre Hopkins trade is likely to happen after free agency starts. Lamar Jackson has been given the non-exclusive $32 million franchise tag. Um, because they haven't agreed to a deal, which basically says, mm-hmm. Hey, like you can negotiate with other teams, but mm-hmm. the Ravens will either match that or get two first round picks in exchange. Um, great move by the Ravens because now literally no team in the NFL they're interested, but they aren't interested in doing the work for the Ravens. Um, Matt from Bustworthy, our friend, had a great analysis on it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and read that to you guys now if he doesn't mind. I'm sure he doesn't. Um, So, let's see. He said, so reading up and listening to reporters on the Lamar situation, most of them have the same take. Teams are publicly denouncing going after Lamar because teams kind of believe that whatever they offer is Baltimore's way of going, okay, fine, you won't agree to us, then go find a deal that another team will agree with. And then whatever you find, we'll just match it and you'll be back with Baltimore. Other teams seem clued in on that and are going, well, screw Baltimore, we'll have no chance at this unless we give them a fully guaranteed contract. Teams aren't going after him because they don't want to push hard enough and get burned. So absolutely great analysis from them. Um, I didn't expect anything less from him. He does great with anything sports related. Um, so, I mean, when it comes down to it, yeah, I mean, that makes total sense. Um, ultimately I think Lamar is going to be back with Baltimore. Um, it'd be interesting to see him move on. Um, but I just don't see Baltimore getting two first round picks out of him. Um, so, you know, who knows the Falcons aren't pursuing Lamar Jackson, but Hey guys, it's lying season. So, Literally anything could happen at this point. Um, yeah. Now, this is the point that we wanted to make. This is crazy. Uh, the Giants have agreed to a long-term contract extension with Daniel Jones. It's a four-year deal um, worth $40 million per year, and it opens up cap space for them to retain Saquon Barkley, which they did because they uh, tagged him um let's see so our next and by the way the, the tag for
1: for those who don't know uh, how the tags works um i think it's um you average up like this like the salary of uh like everyone at your position outside like the top three guys or something and like that's what you get or something like that around those lines uh meaning Saquon is only getting paid 10 million dollars this year um yeah. That's a steal. Uh, again, I'm not a running back guy, as, um, unless there's are the top end running back, like I said, like Saquon or CMC or something. And ten million dollars for them is phenomenal. If you can get, yeah. you know, if any, if a team went out and signed Saquon for three years, thirty million, we'd be like, that's an amazing deal. It's basically what they for did sure. just one year. So,
0: um, so next up on the headlines. Um, yeah, by the way, the entire league is kind of infuriated about everything. So, um, not happy with that as far as the Lamar situation goes. Um, let's see. Uh, next up, um, just kind of scrolling through. I'm just going to go off of our list now. Well, um, yeah, yeah,
1: there's just this three Evan Ingram, more. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Evan Ingram, Tony Pollard, and Josh Jacobs all got tagged as well. Um, like I said, Saquon as well. Um, let's see, um, the Jaguars, who, this is Shaquille, mm-hmm. Shaquille what's his last name again, I forget, Griffin. Yeah. Um, so they cut Shaquille Griffin, um, saving a little bit more in cap space as well. It's just that time of the year. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it for the tag deadline. Um, so that's pretty huge. I mean, you know. Um, so now we're just going to go through and, and bring back an old segment and pigskin can pick them and just kind of pick where we think popular free agents are going to go. Um, I'm pretty excited for this one. Um, so without further ado, let me pull up spot track and we will get started. Um.
1: I think we'll probably do the top ten free agents, just to not to to give you guys a good analysis and what we're gonna do here. Again, just the top ten, so you guys get a nice feel of what free agency is gonna look like Um, a week from now. It opens up on the fifteenth of March. Um, So, but yeah, just gives you guys a little analysis of kind of what to look forward to. Um, But you know, we don't want to keep you guys for (laughs) thirty-five minutes Mm -hmm. because that's what next week's episode is really gonna be about. Um, Oh, my gosh. That's when it starts to get crazy. So, And honestly, we might have to – I'm just going to throw it out here now. Um, We will give you guys a final decision on this. Um, But the 15th, I think, is a Wednesday. So never mind. We're good. I was going to say if it's a Thursday, we might have to push back a day. But the 15th is Wednesday, so we're going to be all good. So tune into that episode again live. A week from today is when free agency opens. That's when all the news is going to drop. That's when all the players are going to sign. Um, so if you guys are just interested in that kind of stuff, tune in next week. And again, if you guys are watching, you guys are listening again, whether that's on YouTube, Facebook, um, any of your guys' podcast feeds, uh, make sure you hit the yeah. like button, subscribe means a lot to us. Uh, and then again, just keep your ears out for next week. and That's when uh, it gets crazy.
0: So let's go ahead and start off with Javon Hargrave, um, the 30 year old defensive tackle from Philly. Um, I think that it's I mean he could play a great 3 tech. So I think that he's going to Chicago and I mean that Bear. in the most unbiased way. Bear. I yep. think yeah, I think that it's just there's no other landing spot that makes as much sense as that right now. I
1: I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And and again people are saying um people reports are saying that he's probably going to get the most money of any non-quarterback here on the market this year. Um and what team has the money to do that? The Bears.
0: Right. Yeah. So. Um next up Marcus Davenport, uh the 26-year-old defensive end from New Orleans. Um hmm. I'm not entirely sure cuz I think he's going to be in need of a big payday. Um and the next team that could possibly need that is Atlanta, I think. Um that's a solid guess, right?
1: Yeah, I I think Atlanta and another team I think that, um, as we've seen, uh, that is in a huge need of edge rushers is Cardinals. They just got their defensive guy. Bring in – let him bring in his piece. J.J. Watt's retiring. um, Zach Allen's hitting free agency. Maybe you keep Zach Allen, um, but I I, I think choosing Marcus Davenport wouldn't
0: be the worst idea. Yeah. Um, Our next one – Orlando Brown, the tackle from Kansas City, 26 years old. Um, he's got a lot of upside, but, I mean, he didn't have the most impressive season this last season. So, what do you think? Bear. Really? You think so? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, bear. Yes, I think. I well, think... It'd be bad if you didn't. I don't know. I think. I understand. Yeah, I think he's a bear. I, I, I think you guys need as much help along that offensive line as possible to get him and go out. And I know he didn't perform as well this year, but just go and get Justin Fields a, a, an actual tackle, please. He needs help, but please make sure he doesn't get hit. I think he's going to be a bear.
0: Bold take. I don't think he's coming to Chicago. I don't. Um, and it's strictly because I, I think that polls is going to use his money correctly Um, and, and it's not going to include that just because they love the way that Braxton Jones looked. Um, and I'm going to pull up his PFF really quick just to show you his ratings. I like Braxton Jones. Again, I think he had a bad year. Yeah. If this is a bad year, he got a 75.4 overall grade, um, on PFF, not really great on pass blocking, but as far as run blocking, 79.4 is pretty solid, Um, you know, when it comes to blocking. um, I mean, you know, 12 penalties, seven stacks allowed, four hits allowed. um, You know, these aren't crazy impressive numbers, but I mean, it's not horrible. What I will say is that there's plenty of room for improvement and they see that as well. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of hype about it on Twitter and everything. Rumors involved as well they're looking at more so interior and um, that right tackle position as well. So unless Orlando Brown wants to move to right tackle, I don't see it happening. So um, next move, Juan Taylor, 25 year old offensive tackle from Jacksonville.
1: Um, this is a lot more difficult than what I would have thought. Uh, just looking at teams that are going down the list that uh, have a little bit of money, um, I I think the 49ers could be a good fit because they're losing McGlinchey, um, and Juwan Taylor will make less money in the open market than what he will. Um, the Falcons are also losing. Uh, the Falcons have some money, um, and do you prefer to pay a tackle or a guard in Lindstrom? Uh, so I think those are two um, names to watch out for.
0: Yeah. I will say I'm not impressed with his pass-blocking um, numbers at all, Juwan Taylor. Um, so, I, I, I mean, look, when it comes to offensive linemen, it's really easy to do an analysis and say the Bears are picking every single one of them because they need every single one of them. Um, so, I mean, with this, it is a right tackle for Juwan Taylor. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, for the run blocking – did I say I'm not a fan of the pass blocking? Because he's solid on pass blocking. I meant run blocking. Um, So, yeah, when it comes to run blocking, he could definitely improve. He got a 39.7 for run blocking, which is horrible. Um,
1: (laughs) I I think realistically if if the Bears end up taking a tackle and they feel comfortable not taking – signing a tackle, they feel comfortable and Iberflues or whoever you guys offensive line coaches, yeah, Braxton Jones could be that dude – and you guys signed yeah. to, you know, we'll send a right tackle. I really think the glitchy is most likely going to be your guy.
0: Yeah, that's what I think as well. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, a linebacker from Buffalo. This one I think is very, very interesting. Um, I haven't gone to the Patriots.
1: Um, the Patriots have been an option. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans find a way to free up some cap space, and he becomes a Texan because of their head coach. I don't think that's hey, something I've sense. seen, but um, something they need. And again, if I'm a if I'm a player, I'm, I want if I'm a linebacker, I, I want to go and play for Domingo Ryans. So we've yeah. seen what he's been able to do with Greenlaw. We've seen what he's been able to do with. Um, Warner, I, you know, and, and I think Edmonds absolutely has the potential to be on that same level. I think you go there and you're like, "Yep, I want to play for this guy."
0: Yeah. Um, we got to talk. I, I'm, I'm just gonna spitball because we're going pretty quick. So when I say that, or when we say that, we're probably gonna do about ten. Um, I'm doing these, these pretty big names because we're kind of yeah. zooming through it. Um, Jordan Poyer. Um, you're looking at. I mean, he's he's from the Bills. He's 31 Bills years old, looking for his. That's uh, was gonna say, um, saying either Miami or Dallas for him. Um, he he's Jesse, he's been
1: very vocal. Yeah. For those who don't know, he's sure. been very vocal about wanting to go to play to a state that is warm. Because uh, <laughs> Buffalo is definitely not warm, and he wants to go to a place that has no income tax. And yeah. I think if you look at that, there are only three realistic teams that he can go to. Miami like we've said, the bills just because he plays for the bills or Las Vegas, but I don't know what Las Vegas's cap situation looks like so that's why I'm not going to predict them. Um, employer's offseason home was also in Miami and he also like trains in Miami during the offseason and stuff. Um, if I were to guess I would say Miami.
0: <laughs> Jesse Bates, the 26 year old safety from Cincinnati
1: the best safety in the game in my opinion um well maybe not this year but uh because because i i think if you were the browns you would have just stuck with john johnson who got cut like two months ago or last month or whatnot um i'm gonna say falcons because he has had a lot of connections to the falcons like He's, he talks to Kyle Pitts all the time. He goes out to dinner with um, A.J. Terrell. He's met with, like, the team before. Um, he just has a lot of connections with the Falcons, and I'd be very surprised if he plays anywhere besides the Falcons. And if I had to lock – I think if I had to lock anyone in free agency, the two players I would have to do would be Jesse Bates to the Falcons and Mike Wiglitz to the Bears. And those are the two that I am like – gonna stand my foot and say that's gonna happen and a week from today it's gonna come out that neither of them did and i'm gonna look stupid but we'll see (laughs) (laughs) um
0: i want to talk about um i i think this is probably the last two that i want to talk about um Mm -hmm. just because i mean like we said there's so many of them and these are really just the big names um, we might be missing out on a couple. So if you guys have any other ones that you want us to kind of have our take on, um, let us know in the comment section, but Jacoby Myers from the Patriots, you think he's sticking with new England? I think he's he going has to Tennessee. To, I think
1: Tennessee would be fun. Um, uh, but they've just—they've already made a lot of cuts, just because they don't have a lot of cap, anyways. Um, I think he's the best wide receiver on the market this year. That's not saying a lot, cause the market sucks this year. So yeah. uh, I don't think we'll quite see a Christian Kirk level deal, but I think we'll probably see him overpaid. And I'm wondering if the Titans have the ability to do that. Um, and if you're the Patriots, you had no one to throw to last year. I mean, you just—you cannot afford to lose him because you have no one else. So
0: yeah. Um, last but not least, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm saying one of two places and it's either going to be Houston or it's going to be Vegas.
1: I, I'm going to say Jets, Vegas. I'm going to say Jets or Vegas, um, because if they don't get, if they don't get Rogers, I think it's pretty easy to shoe in to say he's going to be a Jet, um. And if he doesn't, um, I think it will just be Vegas because he has a history there with the Mike McDaniels offense. Again, Mike McDaniels came from the Patriots. Jimmy came from the Patriots. Um, he has familiarity with the offense. Uh, so I think if Aaron gets traded to the Jets, he'll be an – um Aaron gets traded to the Jets, uh, Jimmy will be a Raider. And if Aaron retires, Jimmy's going to be a Jet. Hmm. my prediction. So.
0: Fair enough. Um, So without further ado, um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about the combine for a little bit, as far as players that were um, very impressive. Um, So, I mean, we got to talk about Anthony Richardson, right? Holy crap. Is that man an athlete? Um, Very excited (laughs) to see what he can do later on in the league. Um, You know, they say, he's a mix of you know um hey thank you um so um you know when it comes to it you know you you think about you know anthony richardson and everything they say that he's a combination of what do they say like rg3 cam newton and justin and fields newton. yeah um, so i haven't seen the I mean, justin fields crap.
1: one but <laughs> you got like throw why because he because
0: he can run i mean because it's a better thing yeah um so i i mean (laughs) sure whatever we can talk about that later um so yeah no uh yeah i mean you know he was just very impressive just a very uh what do we call it raw prospect um so i mean yes. overall very excited to see what he can do in the league um i'm gonna try not to say that anymore because i'm excited to talk about all these people um but yeah i mean you know just going down the line i'm just gonna go back and forth with you and we'll just bash heads on different prospects that we've liked yes um well yeah no go ahead
1: well yeah no to your <laughs> point um for again if you didn't come away from the saying anthony richardson is the biggest winner um <laughs> If you if you didn't come away from me combine saying Anthony Richardson isn't the biggest winner, then I don't know what you watched. Uh, for those who yeah. don't know why you're saying that, he's a quarterback ran a 444, um, which I think is like the 99th percentile, it's, like the fourth fastest in like combine history. Um, and like half those guys were guys that like no one knows. I think like the only guy that like you know that ran a faster time than what he did was RG3. Um, yeah. he was 99th percentile in jumping, both broad and uh, vertical. And he has a rocket and was able to throw it off or show it off. I'm a little inconsistent on throws, but that's his knock. We knew that coming in. That didn't surprise anyone. But, yeah, like you said, Anthony Richardson. Um, and I missed the edge day, uh, the first day, the day that you uh, – Thursday, for those who don't know, it's the day I didn't go to because I had class um, mm-hmm. and there were two guys. Priorities. I always- Respect. <laughs> I know you said lump them together, but there are two guys that just really stood out, and I have to talk about both of them, uh, just in mm. the same breath here. Uh, Nolan Smith, um, yeah, who uh, Georgia defensive end uh, tested amazingly, and then um, not going to pronounce his first name, but the Northwestern edge Um, yeah. um they both tested very, very good. Um, I think Nolan Smith ran a four four nine. Uh, 4-3-9, like, fastest, or three nine fastest second fastest yeah.
0: second fastest of any edge rusher since 2003
1: exactly yeah he ran like a Very super insane. crazy time um Adibare tested really well especially for his uh, like his build um he ran a faster time than what um um oh why am I Trayvon Walker um blanking on his name everyone loved Trayvon Walker because of all of his traits and stuff. Atabaria win a faster time than he did, weighing 15 more pounds than what he did. Um, so if you're looking at tools and you're coming away from the combine saying which guys have those tools, um, a does. And he can play both end and edge or uh tackle and end. Um, and I think the Ravens even wanted him to do some like linebacker drills, which is wild. Um, that doesn't tell you what an athlete is. <laughs> I don't know what does. So
0: my next one, um, I talked to him personally. Um, when I told him I would love to see him as a bear, he winked and smiled at me, just kind of nodded his head. His name's Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Fantastic showing from him. And I've got a player comp that I didn't tell you when <sighs> we were down there. Um, it reminds me of and of it's Amon, Amon Ross ain't brown for me. I That's really fair. like that I, one. I, I, I think um, it's a
1: good comp. Um, I like it.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, this website on USA Today said that um, he made a solid case for him to be the first off the board at the position. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that, depending on how you feel about it. So, um, you know, as long as he's not a Packer, I'll be rooting for him. Um, He didn't run the 40. So, I mean, it's a little disappointing, but um, he let's see uh, his combine best in the short shuttle. In the three cone drill, uh, he had a three point nine three second short shuttle in a six point five second or six point five seven second three cone drill. Um, so, I mean, he's pretty agile. Um, it's going to be pretty good. the The receiver class this year, we got spoiled last year, um, so it's mm-hmm. it's a lot to kind of grasp. A lot of people are like, "Wow, like this one's not really all that great." But when you have so many great receivers for the last two three years coming out of the draft um, you know and these ones that are just maybe a select few that are really shocking people like oh my gosh this is certified starter right off the bat um, difference makers and stuff like that they're few and far between so um, yeah. you know when it comes to JSN um, rooting for him unfortunately didn't get to see a lot of them out of Ohio State this past season um, but very excited to see where he goes
1: Yeah, no. To your point, I I think. Yeah, um, I I think uh, Jason performed really well at the combine. Everything he did, Um, I'm disappointed he didn't run. And it's an ongoing joke. Me and Matt said, Um, I even had guys who didn't run that I was looking forward to. Um, If you didn't run, I'm gonna assume you're slow. But that (laughs) being said, he's quick. He might not be fast, but Jason is really, really quick, and he showed it at the combine. Um yeah. another guy I'd like to talk about, um, and we saw it and he killed it. Um, the tight end group was just it's tight ends. It's you know, it's not the most fun to watch. but Darnell Washington absolutely killed it yeah. at the combine. He ran um he ran a four-six um at like six, seven, two hundred and like eighty pounds or something. Um, and he ran a four six. Um, and like we saw in the past blocking drills, um, you're getting a six offensive lineman in this dude. Um, but this dude can also run a four six and make one handed catches in the end zone. Um, so yeah. by far, I think one of the biggest winners just in terms of on field drills is, is Darnell Washington. I don't really think it's close. He might have made the case to be tight end one. I'm not saying he is. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to the, um, um, well, uh, maybe he already did the tight ends. We'll loop back around come draft time to where the tight ends is and where he ranks, but he might have made the case to be the first tight end selected off the board.
0: Um, while we have people here live, I want to say go ahead and give us a like or subscribe if you're new here. Um, we'd really appreciate that. It helps for algorithm and everything. Get to more people like you that are crazy football fanatics like us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter as well. Um, just anything helps, any kind of suggestions, or anything like that. So, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, as we continue, please give us some a little bit of love in the comment section, or, uh, you know, the like dislike ratio, or whatever. My next prospect, and I would like, I'd say we do four counting this one, four more. Uh, so two more each, four I would more. say. That, two more each, yeah. yeah, or yeah. Unless, yeah, let's, no, no, let's no, do no, that. Good. Yeah, I thought you were saying yeah, four more. I'm saying, I was like, yeah. You're no, 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 no. Um. Yeah. Let's just say two more each. Uh. Just do it a time because mm-hmm. we do have a couple more, and we still have to record a mock draft tonight. Um. Yes. So Jack Campbell is my next prospect. Um. Just a crazy athletic linebacker, man. And I'm very excited to see. I mean, was it him that people were comparing to Leighton Vanderash? Um. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. So yes. I mean, overall, very impressive showing. Um, he had a 37 and a half inch vertical and a um, let's see, 10.7 broad jump too. Um, so I mean, he's got a six five, two, nine or er, two forty-nine pound frame. Um, and he had a six point seven four second three cone drill. Um, it easily topped all the linebackers, and it's just like wow. I mean, you get a guy like that, he can kind of finesse his way around the line and everything maybe hit the quarterback a couple times or just get you some tackles so um you know jack campbell uh keep an eye out on him and props to coach tyler our uh, guest a couple times that have called jack campbell being a pretty solid prospect out of the draft as well so um (laughs) so what's your next (laughs) prospect there
1: um All jokes aside, completely joking. Um, DJ Turner, um, I knew he was quick. Michigan boy, um, cornerback. Um, the only reason I'm picking DJ Turner is because I think he was the only player to run a sub 4.3. Um, he ran okay. a 2.26. Um, fastest time um, at the combine this year. Um, everyone knew he was quick. No one knew he was a 4.26 quick. Um, he was probably early day three, late day two. And I think after running a four, two, six, um, he has firmly supplanted himself in day two, like third round pick, probably the latest.
0: Yeah. Um, my next one is, um, let's see. I forgot. Oh yeah. Christian Gonzalez. Um, I gave you a little hard time there, but I was strictly just joking. Um, so, I mean, you know, and it also helped that Devon Witherspoon didn't really test or work out due to a hamstring issue. Um, but I mean, he looked really, really good. Um, I mean, 4.38 second, 40 yard dash and a 41 and a half uh, inch vertical. Um, I mean, that's pretty good for a six foot one corner. Um, and he's bound to be a difference maker on the defensive side of the ball as well. So if you're in need of a corner and you have the pick to select it early on, Christian Gonzalez is definitely your guy and probably the first corner to go off the board.
1: Don't say that. I hope he makes it to 10. He's my guy. He's been my guy through the entire process. Uh, I really one want last One last one, I believe, right? Yeah, last. Yes, last one. Um, as much as I dislike the guy as a person, I don't know what it is. I just really don't like him as a person. I have to say he, Stetson Bennett. He really, really yeah. performed well at the Combine. He ran faster. He was quicker than what I thought. Um, but he was in a group with um Will Levis, um um Duggan, uh Tyson Bajet, the kid from like Shepard, um Jaron Hall. He he was in a group where there wasn't a lot of big names outside of Will Levis, is the point I'm trying to make. Um, and even with Will Levis, Stetson might have been the best star of the football in his group. I'm probably still etching a little bit to Will Levis, but He has a rocket that people didn't know he had. He was making 65 yard throws like on the dot, like perfectly in stride to wide receivers. We didn't see his wide receivers have to throw down. Um, and drills that you had to make, like that the wide receiver is making cuts. We saw him throw with anticipation, throw in like before the wide receiver was even out of his cut. Um, he was a he. Really ripped it at the combine, like rip ripped the ball, um, in a in a good sense. There, um, he was a huge riser, probably the second second biggest riser of the quarterbacks, um, this week outside of Anthony Richardson. So yeah, um, I think the last um, I, I have points instead of standouts, uh, like you said, the wide receiver is kind of really disappointed. Um, yeah. people had um. Questions on whether or not there's a wide receiver one in this class. Of course, there will be a wide receiver one going uh, coming out of this class, but it doesn't look like going in that there is. Um, they disappointed, and um, just really quick, um, I want Bijan at ten. We're going to Vegas if we get Bijan at ten. I've had oh. my piece. <laughs>
0: um. All right. So without further ado, let's move on to everyone's favorite game. It's time for
1: America's favorite game, Weddle.
0: It's time. Not mean to play that second. All right, cool. So, anyways, um, yeah. So, we are ready to play. Uh, Ben, you're killing me again, man. It's nineteen to eleven. I need a win here. Um, so last last episode we had um Caitlin Gill on. Um, big Packers fan from TikTok. So if you're familiar with her, shout out to her. She was an awesome guest. Lots of fun. Um, so I. I just want to say, yeah, that was one heck of an episode, man. I listened to that back again and could find myself smiling in my car again. It was great. Um, So um, right after this, we will do college corner, um, just kind of try and make it quick. And then after that um, Mm -hmm. we will do like a quick gridiron goofs and then we will record our mock draft for everybody interested. So um, now we play Weddle and Ben. Um, I say, since you won, I forget the order of things. You want first pick or second?
1: Um, I'll, I'll be nice. I'll go with the first pick. Okay.
0: Um, AJ Brown.
1: Yeah. AJ Brown. Whoopty whoop. All
0: right. So, uh, for those of you that don't know how this works, we help each other out in the easy round. And then in the hard round is when we kind of go head to head. So, I think I knew it is. it um, is. <laughs> What's that? You oh. already know who it is. So it is an NFC player, shorter than six one. He's twenty five. Um, I want to say like Kyler. Yeah, that's where my head was at. No. Okay. Oh, he Kyler back. was that short.
1: Yeah. No, Kyler's into beansy. Um, yeah. so he's between five eleven or six foot. Um, he has to be a running back. Um he's not in the West. Um that means he has to be it means he has to be in the south. Um or he could be in the north. Uh, I think Aaron Jones is too old. Yeah. I think Demont is too old. Ah, Demont might be twenty-five.
0: I was thinking Demont, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll we'll see. go with Demont.
0: Yeah. We'll go with D Mart.
1: Ah cool.
0: Dave Montgomery. All right. Your second, third turn snipe. That's crazy. All right. First or second pick, buddy.
1: Uh, we'll we'll go with first. Yeah, AJ Brown. Hey.
0: Not in Philly. Hopefully it's Um, not a special teamer. (laughs) Hmm. Um Young. He's he's a young, young yeah. Hmm. Who's young? Must have been
1: drafted. Oh, I don't
0: know. Who this could be. Who's a young defensive player for you guys?
1: Could I get a third? Okay, because he's he's right in my wheelhouse with the age that he is. It must have been he was drafted this year because it's not even showing up in yellow. And, and AJ's 25. So that must mean he's 22.
0: Um, been, I mean, okay, I don't think I it's him. To... And digs, yeah. Okay.
1: Young it wow, wow, six two. Very young. Um, oh, this dude's too old. Um hmm.
0: Just thinking either K- Dallas or Washington.
1: It can't be Dallas.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Washington or New York.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with KT, Kavon Tipado. Uh I, uh, I think he's
0: too tall but we'll go with Kevin cave oh giant he's 22 years old i know what he's on is. the defensive side oh geez
1: I hope he I know what it is
0: 22 years old I want to say it's a defense oh well it, no it, it's not a I feel like it's a safety. It's either a safety or a linebacker. Um, I hope you don't get it, ah, dude. I I don't know. What do you think?
1: It's uh, Aziz Joari. A Z E.
0: Alright, so it is now 22-11 you. Um, the reason you have the I... Now.
1: Matt loved him, by the way. For those who are wondering, like, how did he know? It's because Matt loved him. I was not a big Aziz Ojolari fan, but also I'm a huge fan of his brother coming out in this year's draft. LSU's. Same position outside, like, linebacker-esque. BJ Ojolari. I'm a huge BJ Ojolari fan. Um so that's yeah, it's yeah. That's why I. I that's why. I, uh, yes. That being said, though, uh, yeah, Ben's College Corner. Pro football isn't the only game in town. Let's take a stroll to Ben's College Corner.
0: All right. So, what are you covering today, buddy?
1: IOL. I think this rounds out the offense, and I think after this, it's time to go to defense, which I guess I talked about Jack Campbell, so we'll do linebackers next week. That being said, make this quick, because we still do have a mock draft to put out to you guys. Um, I think the top two are very clear, and after that, you can start making an argument for everyone else. Um, But number one, um, and if you have anyone else here, you're wrong, and I understand scouting is opinion-based, you're wrong if you have anyone else here. Uh, uh, Sirens Torrance, the guard out of Florida, um, formerly um, Lafayette, um, Louisiana Lafayette. Um, dominant in the run game, and he has a great anchor in the pass pro. Um, he's just really good at what he does. He's a little scheme specific because he's not, like, the best of pollers, Um so he's a little scheme specific, but it's not really a big knock. Um, but really outside of that, his game is just all around very, very good. Um, he's obviously not Quentin Nelson, but he's a very good interior offensive line prospect. Um, plug and play starter like week one, you're not going to have an issue with him at all. Um, and then number two is John Michael Schmitz. Um, people on Twitter saying, uh, John Michaels bears center Schmitz. Um, He's a perfect fit in the Bears offense. That's why people say it. But he has a really good frame, um, very powerful, and his IQ is there when it comes to football. Um, The two knocks I have on him is he's going to be a little bit older coming in. um, When he plays his first game in the NFL, he will be 24. um, And his pad level can be a little bit too high. I'd like to see him drop it a little bit and drive guys a little bit. Um, But those are just nitpicky knocks. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him at the back end of round one, early round two um continuing with the big 10 centers uh joe tippman out of wisconsin um big height weight athleticism guy um he again he's heavy he's tall and he's a good athlete um you probably only want to play him at center maybe you can play him at guard but i feel really comfortable playing him at center um for those who followed last year's draft think of cam jurgens um and the same almost the same thing as john michael Smith. his leverage isn't the best um his isn't so much pad level his is just like the extension he gets um so leverage is not quite there yet uh but again we're looking at a round two guy there um a name that you guys probably were a little surprised if you guys follow the draft and listen to the tackle video um cody mock the um we'll call him offensive lineman out of north dakota state um some people have him at tackle some people have him at guard heck i think he even played center at the senior bowl so he can pretty much play anywhere but i'm Really only comfortable playing him at guard. Um, I wouldn't even play him at center just because he doesn't have experience. Uh, but he's exactly what you think of when you think of these top tier D2 guys um, or outside of power five guys. Um, he's just tough, and he's just a dude that brings the toughness to your team. Uh, but also he has um, great balance and is a great mover, uh, but he doesn't quite have the length, um, and his hand placement isn't there. I'm a little bit lower on Cody Mock. Um, I probably wouldn't have even taken him the top two rounds, but some people love him. Um, sadly, I did have to put a Buckeye on this list. Um, again, keeping up with the Big Ten centers. I don't know what it is about the centers this year in the Big Ten, but all of them were amazing. Uh, Luke we- uh, Weitler. Uh, is it Weitler or Whipler? I think it's Weipler. Um I've heard both. Of, yeah, I've heard both. I think it's Weitler, but it could be pronounced Whipler. Um, but I think it's Weibler. Uh, but yeah, um, OSU's center. Um, he's just a technician. Um, like he does everything pretty well. Um, he has OK strength. He's not going to blow you away with his strength, um, but he will probably only play center. That's the only position you want him at is that center. Um, you have questions about his ability to play guard. Uh, but like I said, he's really good at, at pretty much everything. He's not amazing at everything or he's not amazing at any one thing and he's not really bad at any one thing um and then the last dude i have for you guys in terms of this list and then i have one more breakdown for you but um steve avila the interior well, i'll even call him lineman uh, lineman out of tcu he literally played everywhere <laughs> along that line here at tcu this past year um he he took snaps at every single position this year so he can play pretty much anywhere um again i think um, you probably do just want med interior, but we'll give him just the offensive line tag. Um, but he has big frame and he's strong. And like I said, he has a lot of experience. Um, like I said, uh, with Osiris Torrance, um, he's not exactly scheme specific, but he doesn't have that huge range. Um, it's okay, but you probably don't want him pulling a whole lot. Um, He lacks that, like, that top end IQ um, because of that, you probably only want to play him at guard um, because the center is kind of the quarterback of the offensive line. But I think you can get it done if you really wanted him to. Um, and then my prospect breakdown, a dude a little later on, I think you probably see him go late, like last few picks in day two and then maybe fourth or fifth round. Um, Ola Ola Watini, a guy out of Michigan, the center. Um, I can't talk just – good enough about this kid he's he's amazing i love watching him especially as a center and a fan of jason kelsey um he played three years he actually started off at air force academy didn't play transferred out uh went to virginia played three years at virginia um and then went to michigan um where he won i think the offensive uh or like the center of the year award you know it was like wide receiver and stuff oh timmy won that for the center um again four-year starter um he's, super smart. Like anyone that talks about him at Michigan will tell you that like, he's just like top level football IQ, super duper smart, calling out blitzes, calling out stunts before the play even happened. Um, he pulls very well. Um, and with that comes his like ability to double team a defensive tackle and then go to the next level and get a, um, we get a linebacker. He's very good at that. Um, and I think you can plug and play him immediately at center. Um, um, you just like you don't make comps to Aaron Donald, just like you don't make comps to Josh Allen, you probably want to avoid making comps to Jason Kelsey. But if anyone's going to be Jason Kelsey out of this draft class, it's going to be Ola Ola with Jimmy. Um Just his ability to move and ability to get out there and run um, is 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 very good. Um, his pass blocking isn't like Jason level esque or, or Jason Kelsey level esque, uh, but he's still good at it. You know, he doesn't have like Crazy bad knocks. Um, and he's a little bit smaller. He's only um, 6'3 um, and barely got above that 300 mark at 303. Um, so he's smaller and is a good mover um, in the run game. When you think of that, you probably think of Jason Kelsey. Um, but because of that, he lacks a little bit of lower body strength, which means firing off the ball and immediately run blocking someone um, and having to do like a one on one block and get his butt in the hole. Um, there's some questions about, but it's nothing I'm uh, too worried about. Um, So, yeah, I think if you want to center in the later rounds, um, that you can plug in immediately and can play the zone run. Oh, Timmy's your dude. Um, And people, again, talk a lot about John Michael Schmitz being the Bears pick, but if Bears want to hold off and take Oloa Timmy in the fourth, fifth round, I think it'd be awesome. Um, And his actual name, you guys hear me calling him um, Oloa Timmy, um, his actual name, I think, is Ola Sangin, Ola Witimi, but people just call him Ola Ola Witimi. So, yeah, that's my prospect breakdown for you guys. Next week we start defense, um, and I think I'm going to do a linebacker for you guys. So stay tuned for that. Woo-hoo!
0: All right. What What's the name of the segment? Oh, you're not talking about Ryan and Ben? Oh, okay. Well, hold on. I've got it. It's time for Gridiron Goofs. In a spur-of-the-moment decision, I don't think we've ever done this before. Um, in the most fun segment that we have, I'm doing Pop-Tart flavors. I don't think we've done Have we done that? No, we yeah. have not. That's
1: actually a good one. I like that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Um, let's give you the first pick because I caught you off guard.
1: Um. And honestly, too, I think this might be a good good one to segue into next week's. Um, we'll talk about it later. Um, yeah. I know people probably want to go with the classic flavors. Um, oh, by the way, a big takeaway from this week um, is Matt Hartman, the host of Busworthy Podcast, is an absolute weirdo. He eats unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Oh, I don't know if yeah. I heard that right. Who does that that? Okay. was
0: that. Yeah, awful. That wasn't awful. why I why I prompted this one. But uh, yeah, awful take. Um, you need the icing. You need the <laughs> icing.
1: Yes, the icing is what makes it. Yeah.
0: Know. So, well, I don't know about that. The filling is pretty good too. So. Well, yes, yes. The, the is icing good. is like it's like having cake without icing yes well um it's it's like having a car with no wheels like it just doesn't work it just doesn't work yeah yes go ahead what's your first Um, pick
1: my favorite It's my go-to every single time i get pop tarts which isn't much sunday
0: oh sunday flavored oh it's my favorite i haven't had that one actually oh you haven't (laughs) lived um mine s'mores
1: that's a good one that's S'more where i went
0: yes yeah i'm not gonna just give that to you i'm sorry
1: uh, that would that would have been nice i would have liked it
0: <laughs> you're number two just get um oh we'll,
1: um, I, 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 I don't know if we're is. i don't we might not be that's I don't okay. think so because I'm not a I'm not the biggest fan of what people's most popular flavor
0: is here. Um, I'm gonna go with cookies and cream. Okay. Okay. Um, can we talk about that then? Okay, I'm not a I, fan. I'm not a fan of brown sugar cinnamon.
1: Okay, good. That's what I was talking about. That's exactly what okay, I was awesome. talking about. I, I figured that's what that, I was gonna you know, talk
0: about you have a podcast for over a year, right? And you start getting on the same wavelength as your co-host, okay? Like dude, we had some <laughs> weird moments this past weekend. Did you notice that? Yeah. You we were like yeah, already thinking weird. some things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going with just normal strawberry. Um, yep. you can't go wrong with that. It's just a classic. So, yeah. Um, well, and because of that, I have to follow that up and take blueberry.
1: Yeah, that's the that's thing the only I would rather
0: I think you would you'd rather, rather have
1: cherry than cherry. blueberry. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have strawberry than blueberry. I agree. Um but, but strawberries are an option.
0: I do like cherry though, so I'm going to take cherry as my next pick. Over blueberry. You oh. you just picked or not one, over did blueberry. You
1: not? Yeah, 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 yes, I did. But I'm saying would you would you yeah. would you have picked if blueberry was on the board? Both of them were on the board.
0: Probably. I just I just like oh. cherry as well. So like it's not it's it's not they're all closely related, is what I would say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, definitely, you know. definitely, definitely. Not, not
1: crazy. This is where no. it gets this. This is where it gets tough, and this is where you get like the weird flavors. Like, like I think there's like a banana cream pie one, which yeah. yeah, there's a Boston cream donut one. This is where
0: this is where it starts which getting one? a little oh, out of thinking. hand. You said Sunday flavor, right? Yeah, uh, the hot fudge Sunday one. The hot, yeah, the hot fudge Sunday one. Okay, I just wanted to. It's delicious,
1: delicious. Um, this website has it ranked as the third worst. (laughs) Oh, god, the disrespect. Um, they have unfrosted blueberry. Okay, that's besides the point. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Uh, give me, um
0: Hot Frosted fudge chocolate is the best chip. player, according to this man person. Uh, hot fudge Sunday is the best flavor. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, what did you say was your next pick? Uh, Frosted chocolate chip, and it's because hot fudge Sunday
1: is is the best. i mean, it just that's just what it is. I'm sorry, that's factual.
0: Mm. I am going with Wildberry. berry. Uh, that's where it, see.
1: That's what I was deciding between from. Yeah.
0: And then your last pick.
1: Oh, this makes me so happy. This website has 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 um, brown sugar ranked as 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 the worst.
0: It's not good. It's, no, not. it's not. It's so overhyped. Yeah, no, you ha- I agree? Like, yeah. You get one of them, you're done, dude. I can <laughs> smash a bunch of strawberry or cherry or blueberry <laughs> or whichever ones. It's so good. It's bad.
1: (laughs) No, yeah, it's bad, my ability to eat um, Pop-Tarts. That's why I don't have them a lot in my house. (laughs) Uh, That being said, um, this is the last pick, and uh, I'm going to do it, and you tell me if it's too much, and if it's too much, um, I can think on the fly, and I can do another one. Um, No worries. But can I just get, like, the category of, like, Pop-Tart Bites?
0: did i start that i didn't start that did i
1: no uh daring when i got okay. when i got um when i got sick with the vid um i had like I, I got like a box of like 10 of them or something like that what i will say oh,
0: is i think that that's a very broad category but because i'm feeling mm-hmm. generous that's i'll give okay. that to you oh thank um you. i can i have a combination of two since it's the last pick of the draft sure because whatever. Um, I can't decide between, um, chocolate fudge Mm -hmm. and, um, let's see, what was the other one? Grape. I've never had the grape one. It's pretty solid, I will say. So, um... I, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, when it comes to like the chocolatey ones, like I have to be in the mood for them. It's like a, like yeah, a Cocoa Pebble exactly. almost, You know what I mean? Yep. But oh, yeah. when it comes to a Pop-Tart in general, if there's like every box of Pop-Tarts, I'm either going s'mores or I'm going any kind of fruit. It's oh, um, a fruit s'mores.
1: flavored Pop-Tart.
0: I have to try I that. I heard that that one's really good. Yeah, I, I will say. So to wrap it up, uh ben's Mm -hmm. team um so hot fudge sundae cookies and cream blueberry uh, frosted chocolate chip and pop-tart bites because i'm generous and then i had s'mores uh s'mores strawberry cherry wild berry and then chocolate fudge slash grape because i couldn't decide so that is our teams um if you enjoyed this episode of the pigskin project tune into our mock draft that we're about to post um, yes, it's going to be lots of fun um, I've been looking forward to this for a long time we've been promising it for a long time so just can't wait to hop into it um, yes you know with that being said we'd like to thank Overtime Sports Network um, Regional Radio Sports Network as well as Uppercuts Grooming and Anchor.fm for helping us promote our podcast stay tuned because we've got more episodes <laughs> planned big big week next week um, big week
1: maybe week a big week. guest by the way that we met at the combine yeah. maybe we don't know yet but um,
0: maybe... follow my twitter ben's twitter yes. i'm gonna pop that up on the screen really quick um, follow <laughs> our twitter to stay up to date and get the first news possible as far as updates go um, you're gonna want them because the show is awesome um so without further ado if you like this me, show please 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 leave a comment down below for any kind of suggestion yes. leave a like subscribe do all that stuff to help us out on the algorithm because if you really want to support us i think that you do de- i think that we deserve a little bit more recognition in the community because i think that was just pretty solid content uh, very proud of where we've been within the last year and everything. Yes. And to everybody that's tuned in, thank you very much. With that being said, this has been the Pigskin Project for this week, and we will see you next week when free agency starts. So hyped. Yes. Have a good week.